0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Clear Thinking, brought to you by Better Broadhead. Our town, their future. Please welcome your host, Erin Menzel.
1: Welcome everybody. I'm uh, here today with Wally, the Executive Director of Southwest Community Action Program Incorporated. Thank you, Wally, for being here with me today. You're welcome. I appreciate it.
0: Okay. Well, a little explanation about what Southwest CAP is. So we're an anti-poverty organization. We work in five counties in southwestern Wisconsin, Grant, Green, Iowa, Lafayette, and Richland. Um, (laughs) Uh, we were established in 1966. I wasn't here in 1966, <laughs> but Southwest Cap was. And, and the, the, mission, I mean, the mission can be defined in a lot, of, a lot of different ways. But, I mean, pretty much our, our basic focus is to help people uh, who are experiencing poverty uh, and primarily, to the extent we can, help them move out of poverty because that's obviously something we all want to see. Uh, but then uh, in addition to that, or at the same time as that, help people, uh, families, individuals, whatever, uh, deal with the, the, the problems of poverty, the symptoms of poverty that they're, they're experiencing. And that could include many, many things, uh, and it usually does. Uh, there's usually not one factor. Obviously, um, household income is, is, is a major one. Right. Uh, but also it includes things like lack of transportation, housing that's not affordable, um, food insecurity, Pretty much anything that impacts on people, uh, and of course, in in our part of Wisconsin, it's, it's very rural. So right. uh, transportation is a, is a major factor. Uh, and ironically, you know, people will go hungry even though we're in a, a an agriculture area. But you know, you can't eat soybeans out of the field. Right. Uh, that type of thing. Yeah. So so those are those are issues as well. I, I think w- what that has meant for us as an organization uh, is is the fact that we're rural. Uh, and there are not a lot of other non-profit organizations uh, that work with people in poverty in, in our area. There clearly are county-based and municipal uh, services like health departments and social services, which are, are absolutely wonderful, right. uh, hospitals, uh, that type of thing. Uh, but there's no really any other organization that focuses exclusively on poverty that we do. Uh, and because of that, and, and because we're rural, uh, over the years we've, we've become extremely, exceedingly diverse uh, and we have a whole variety of programs that people would be surprised about because uh, there's just nobody out here nobody else out here yeah
1: i noticed that i noticed like you have a program for like dental hygiene yeah and then one for you know anything with homelessness but it you know some of them are surprising but when you think about it you're kind of wrapping around those families that are dealing with poverty and offering services they may not be able to afford. yeah
0: I, th- I think that's a good way of putting it and we call it wraparound services in, in other words um, whatever issues people are coming at us with that we can help with we all also recognize that there are other issues probably going on at the right. same time at least for most people yeah. know, some people it's-, it's just one or two but for most people there's all kinds of stuff that are going on and just addressing one without addressing the other issues, is not going to fix it for them, or if not fixing it, at least getting them into a better place than they were when they, before they came to us. And right. so, so I mean, the diversity of Southwest Cap is really pretty incredible. It is. I mean, you know, we have our own clinics, but we also provide auto loans. Uh, we really? We put water heaters in your house. We we, we, uh, we have access to the dental clinics. We work with the dental clinics. We are closely with the, with the free clinics just yesterday we opened our first program for uh, for storing and, and distributing breast milk um oh, wow. and
1: you know yeah, and, and just more recently we've been working yeah.
0: on, on mental health issues and addiction issues and suicide prevention issues you know et cetera, et cetera. so um, what, what ends up really happening is every three years we do a community needs assessment, mm-hmm. and this is the year for it. Uh, so we have one that's done. It hasn't been distributed yet. It has to be approved first, and then it'll go out probably within the next few weeks. Um, and, and when that's done, we, we look at some of the more recent issues that have risen to the forefront in our Five counties specific to, to, to poverty. Okay. And that helps us define new programs and services. Okay. So we will continue with our existing core services like weatherization, Head Start, food pantries. WIC, et cetera, et cetera, but it also means sometimes we go down new roads that we haven't gone down before in terms of programs and services, and what can we do to, to bring those into, into our, our five counties. So, you know, I mean, in recent years, just going back maybe nine, 12 years, um, we saw that there is a difficulty in, in people who had no insurance accessing medical care, so we uh, assisted on, stir are heavily involved with, one, uh, the development of free medical clinics, um, after that, and, and there's other many issues as well, right. I'm just trying to tell you some of the, the newer ones that we, we, we've been working on. After that, there was uh, problems in accessing dental services. Uh, so we, we, we're not a dental provider ourselves, but we work very closely with uh, several. Uh, we provided them space, you know, we have contracts with them, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. And then the last go around, we started hearing about issues regarding uh, behavioral health. Uh, and people who are struggling with mental health uh, addiction and, and other issues. So in the last couple of years, we've been really focusing on that. Uh, this next one, I think we're facing issues um, uh, in addition to the normal stuff, uh, but not normal, but I uh, see the, the traditional issues we've been facing, none of it's normal. Uh, we're, I think uh, this time around, we're really going to have to tackle uh, child care, the lack of behavioral health providers, yes, uh, not, definitely. Just provide, not just but behavioral health itself. Affordable housing, of course, is always up there. Transportation is, is always up there. Um, and uh, senior housing. Yeah. We're going to have to start focusing, having more of a focused approach on all of those, which for us means that we have to find resources, primarily money funding to be able to to take those on and then figure out programs and services and and all that type of thing so and that
1: community assessment does that go out to everyone in all five counties via like mailings or is it online well there's
0: several components to it. the community needs assessment uh, a big part of it is is demographic information okay uh, what's going on with the populations uh, schools uh, food programs Seniors, you know, everything that we can pull together uh, that we can get from the census or other resources for the demographic part of it. Because uh, okay. that gives us, I think, some, some idea about uh, where the greatest uh, issues are specific to to poverty. Uh, but then also uh, there's a survey done of people who are low income, uh, both people who we've served and people we have not served. Okay. And I think this year we got about 500 responses to that survey. That's a lot. Which is, you know, I mean, it's, you know, uh, you know our combined population, I think, is around 149,000, 150,000. But still, so that's a relatively good sample of it people is. who are yeah, struggling. It is, yeah, for our survey. And then, and then also interviews with our staff, with our board members, and other providers of services. And then, you know, when we pull that all together, uh, we, we clearly see trends. Or, right. you know, we see areas that are, are coming to the forefront that maybe we haven't emphasized as much as we had in the past, or maybe not at all. Uh, And that kind of defines where we're going to go forward for the next few years. In addition to, again, our our ongoing core services, which don't ever change.
1: Um, Those services that you are offering, like you said, are in Greene County, of course. Mm -hmm. Are there services in Green County that you feel that are underutilized by our citizens here?
0: Um, well a, a couple of, so weatherization we don't provide in, in Green County because okay. that comes out of uh, one in Dane County. okay same way with Head Start uh, yeah. there's a program in Head Start. but all our other program services are available in, in Green County. I, I think the one that, that comes to mind uh, that we really haven't expanded as much as we would like to would be our, our, our Lyft program which is our public transportation program. That's, that's really grown and has been very successful, I think, in, in Iowa County and uh, maybe in Grant uh, a little bit and in, into Lafayette a little bit. But it's not really, um, it, it's, it's, it, it exists certainly in Greene County, but not to the degree that the need is probably there. So right. I, I would like to see an expansion of our lift program. In Greed County, uh, a little bit more than what we've seen in the past.
1: Yeah, I know. And a lot of the committees that I'm on, yeah. mental health and some other ones, they talk about transportation a lot, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so that would be great for it to be expanded.
0: Yeah. Um, so right now, my understanding is they do about 2,000 rides a month, uh, which is a lot. And about 60% of those are, are medical rides, mm-hmm. and the other 40% is, is everything and we're we're starting to do i I know uh there's a we have a big project we're starting to do rides rides for employers oh. to get the employees to the job that's great uh, and so i think we've got one or two or maybe three i'd have to double check that we we've started doing that mm-hmm. and we see that as a growth area uh, for us assuming again you know yeah. the financials work and we don't we, you know we don't lose money on it at the least
1: yeah that's definitely a great way for those who are at that poverty level mm-hmm. to come out of it is getting rides to employee you know to their workplace and yeah yeah it all works together
0: yeah and then i would also add we have very close working relationships with other agencies uh that mm-hmm. we work with you know uh, one example certainly in green county is the uh, free dental clinic for kids uh that is closely associated with but not part of the monroe clinic Uh, I, I, I stay on that board, and we're continuing to figure out ways to grow that program. That's specific to Green and Lafayette County now in terms of taking low-income children who have no way to, to pay for their dental care. Uh, that's just kind of one example that's specific to here yeah. that's not in, in the other three counties, although we would like to expand it depending mm-hmm. on the resources that that project has. But then there's other, you know, uh, there's other organizations that we work very closely with okay. that are not necessarily part of Southwest Cap, but that we've partnered with over the years okay. and so. Uh, I think sense. we all get together and, and try to get stuff done.
1: Yeah, it, it makes sense to partner with other agencies
0: or what's not what, what is very common is that sometimes these are local initiatives uh, and because we're a nonprofit organization they start within Southwest cap mm-hmm. and then they get to a point in their growth where they become their own organizations they're no longer part of Southwest cap but we help them get going and yeah. that's fine too I mean that's, yeah. that, that's, that's great because uh, they could be doing all kinds of things to serve the the, the communities uh, but, you know, it's, it's just a group of individuals who are concerned about something. They need our nonprofit status. They get going, and then they get to a point where they don't have to be part of Southwest Cap, and they just kind of do their own thing. So we kind of act as a catalyst organization as That's well. The, I think the three free medical clinics and the free dental clinic all started as part of Southwest Cap and then eventually became their own their own separate organizations, right. and, and that that's fine because it's really the need that matters. It doesn't matter who the, who the ownership is.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and it's sustainable then.
0: Yeah, you know, as yeah, it they're all sustainable, a part using, of its sustainable using, using local fundraising, right? That type of thing.
1: Yeah. Um. So how can I mean, you talked about how agencies partner with you, but you know how if there's communities out there that are interested in. Um, you know, like coalition work, like if it was Monroe or nuclear, mm-hmm. so they wanted to start a coalition. How can they partner with Southwest Cap? Well, usually <laughs> if there's
0: a, if there's an interest, I think they need to just simply connect with me yeah. or anybody at Southwest Cap, and eventually they'll end up talking to me anyway. Okay. Uh, and then we can start talking about, uh, first of all, is it compatible with our mission? Right. Uh, because we are an anti-poverty agency, so mm-hmm. we're not going to be everything for everybody. Uh, but if at least the bulk of what they're going to be doing is going to improve the lives of people who are in poverty, uh, then you know, we, at least we have a compatible mission. Right. Uh, it doesn't have to be 100%, but at least it has to be a good percentage of what they're, what they're proposing to do. And then we, we, we talk about what does that all mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we don't necessarily have a lot of money we can throw at it, but we have an organizational structure that we can throw at it. Right. Uh, and I think that's the important thing, and then how do we raise money locally, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I can think of the uh, Suicide Prevention Coalition in Iowa County kind of started that way, and now are, are, you know, they actually were their own organization, but we acted as their fiscal agent. Uh, there's a housing project in New Glarus that we acted as the fiscal agent, okay. and now they've become their own nonprofit organization, that type of thing. So it's just, it's, it's just a conversation that they need to have with me, right. and then we can decide if it, if it fits our mission and then what level of support we can provide and, and for how long. Right. Uh, Whether it's ongoing or if it's just a fixed period of time until they can branch off and and do their own thing.
1: Yeah, which um, I don't think we mentioned earlier, Southwest Cap is our fiscal agent, so... Um, we've worked together in that way um, since the beginning, yeah. Since the Drug Free Communities grants, mm-hmm. right? And,
0: and there's a certain degree of autonomy. You know, right. We're not micromanaging no. An, any, anybody. No. <laughs> we, we don't have the time to micromanage anybody, even if we wanted to, so right. that's, not, that's not a problem. So, yeah, everybody kind of, uh, uh, you know, assuming that everything's being done legally and ethically, uh, you know, the, these local initiatives just kind of do their own thing, and, you know, we kind of stay on top of it to make sure things are being done right. Uh, and of course the finances are, are run through Southwest cap at the end that you know, these local initiatives, mm-hmm. are better broadhead or any of the others, uh, pretty much, you know, set their own goals and, and achieve those goals.
1: Right. So besides grants, you also, um, raise some funds throughout the year yeah. and you usually have a pretty large gala once mm-hmm. a year. So, yeah. yeah.
0: So, so every year, you know, so we raise money for Southwest cap, um, and, and to be honest, it's not a huge money maker as much as it is it is more of a public awareness event. Okay, it gives us sense. the opportunity to talk about who we are, what we're doing, where mm-hmm. it's going, that type of thing because there's there's also expenses to it as well right but nevertheless we, we, we do raise some funds uh, and then we apply those funds to a specific project that we happen to be timely and that we're working on. Uh, so in the past few years, it's been o- other things. Uh, this coming one is uh, we're focusing uh, specifically on preventing farmer suicides. Uh, although obviously, you know, everything we do could hopefully prevent suicides in the general community. Yeah. So it's not that we're we're not going to help everybody, but the the focus is specifically on farmers, and and that's largely because of all the. Problems and issues that farmers um, throughout the Midwest and maybe the whole United States, including southwest Wisconsin, are facing right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, when we start seeing uh, issues of of addiction, that could be alcohol addiction, suicides that are are clearly suicides, a suicide ideation. Maybe they haven't followed through and committed suicide, but they're thinking about it. Right. um, And or sometimes accidents that are very suspicious that we think may be suicides mm-hmm. um I mean, that's something that uh, we as an organization have to really focus on largely because you know there may, may not be any other organization that is specific right. to our area at least uh, you know there are some broader efforts of course which are which are, which are really good but um recognizing that much of it uh at least to some degree to a great degree is based on economics mm-hmm. and a lot of these farmers are facing the loss of the farm, uh, bankruptcies, foreclosures, that type of thing, yeah. which is driving many to, to, to think about killing themselves. Um, but, uh, also going upstream in terms of why do you get to that point? I mean, cause just preventing somebody from committing suicide or thinking about suicide, there's a whole range of issues that probably go way back in time, uh, that got them to that point and so it can't be just the prevention of it it's it's what's going on as an organization obviously you know we cannot change trade policies we cannot Mm -hmm. change the weather we cannot change the 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 price of of commodities corn or milk or whatever it happens to be it would be nice if we could uh, but we can't (laughs) do that right Um, but what we we certainly can do is is working with the farm community um, in understanding that there are other options uh, that it's not their fault. Yeah. Uh, that there are providers out there. That there are people who are willing to help them. Um, you know, all those kinds of things. And so, at this year's gala, uh, we're 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 hopefully to raise some money to do more public awareness. Okay. To do some PSAs. Um, and then partner with that with a, a grant that we've had for over a year now. Uh, to it's more of a planning grant to work on. Eventually, use what we've learned. With that grant, to um, try to get additional funds to actually develop programming uh, okay. that can work with with farmers in particular, although certainly not limited totally to them, but in particular and farm families and and all that type of thing, and um, uh, deal with a whole range of issues. Uh, again, uh, you know, working with other partner organizations on a state level and and locally to understand that there is life after farming, if you lose your own farm, uh, and I'm not saying that, um, recognizing that that's a very, very strong emotional issue.
1: It is, and there, there's probably some hopelessness there. Yes. If they've always been a farmer, like grew up on a farm, then they've farmed.
0: Yeah. What and, do you do now? And the legacy issue, that right. this may be a farm that's been in the family for multiple generations, and... Are you, in fact, um, abandoning that, you know, what your parents and grandparents and great-grandparents or whomever have, have yes. put into it? And so the, it, it's, it's right. a very strong emotionally, uh, you know, in, 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 in there, there's some very strong emotions involved in, right. in this whole issue, which I think is is leading some folks to desperation, hopelessness, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing, and, and we hope to get, get at that. And then recognizing, you know, the, the rural culture, the farming culture, which is one of very, much independence and stoicism and, and pride and, pride mm-hmm. and uh, a reluctance to to share you know your 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 feelings with others mm-hmm. um you know the feeling that you can fix it all um etc right. uh, etc et and so so that makes it um an even tougher issue mm-hmm. and i think those are those are not necessarily bad things those are certainly attributes that uh, help folks in, in 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 rural communities to do what they do, but at the same time, it, it, it creates some some challenges in, in getting folks who are struggling to, to reach out and accept help, yeah. uh, or to ask for help, uh, because if you've always fixed your own stuff, you know you're supposed to be able to fix this too. Right, right. And and that just can't mm-hmm. simply happen because mm-hmm. like anything else, if you, you you break a leg or you. Uh, have kidney stones, you have to get professional help, and it's the same thing, way with this. But for some reason, people feel that mental health issues is, is, is somehow different or it's a personal failing or you just go out with the guys and get drunk or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Uh, and the reality of it is, is, is no, it, it does require some professional help, and yeah. which which oftentimes, if not always, works.
1: How do you suggest, uh, you, you talked about like programs that you want to... Um implement within the communities how can the community members even beforehand before these programs start how can they kind of help our farmers um in the meantime
0: yeah yeah well again on the economic side that's not my area of expertise right. i wish it was yeah um and you know there's just so many things that are going on uh it, it's really 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 rough i think in, in terms of the, the the mental health or the behavioral health issues um I, I think just just talking about it and letting people know that they can talk about it, that it's not necessarily their own fault. Yeah. Uh, and clearly, in, in rural areas, everywhere, but especially in rural areas, there's this thing. You know, there's this thing about stigma or acceptability, mm-hmm. that somehow, if people are struggling uh, with their situation in life, whether it's a suicide or depression or anxiety, um, that. Uh, I think the, the more that the communities can support farmers or farm families or just the communities as a whole and understanding that those are are, are issues that are a result of the situation they find themselves in, it's not a personal failing. right? Uh, and that it's okay to talk about it and it's okay to reach out for help. Uh, and it's also okay if you are experiencing that among others that are around you, whether it's family members or People at church, or people who you come in contact with, uh, that it's okay to talk about that. That's not necessarily a bad thing to talk about. Yeah. That any more than you know having a sick cow or having a tractor broken down or whatever it happens to be. And and I'm not I'm not making it sound uh, simple. It, it, it's certainly not. But these are things that we can we can really talk about. And I know our our agency has been supporting. Um, mental health first aid classes for folks oh, right. uh, it's yeah. a it's just a one-day class you can come in and learn about these things and then uh qpr training uh which again it helps folks who are like you and i um open have a conversation with yeah. people who we think are, are struggling whether it be farmers or, or anybody else so there are opportunities for training and, and we can okay. certainly help with that i think either we have them or our partner organizations have them on on a regular basis uh so that you know um uh, an ordinary person can at least begin that conversation. They oh, don't have to great. be experts at it. They just have to begin that conversation and suggest, well, here's somebody you can talk to. Uh, again, it doesn't have to be to the point of suicide. It can be people who are depressed, people who are anxious. I mean, we've exactly. heard about just recently a farmer who just can't get out of bed because mm-hmm. the the it's just so overwhelming right. what, what he was is facing. And that's just an indication. I'm not a professional. That's an indication of some severe... Mental health issues that are going on that can be treated. Yeah. Uh, with with counseling or talking or medication or whatever it happens to be. So, I think I think just be I think the communities just need to be aware of these issues, and not be scared of them, uh, and then recognize that there's help out there, uh, and that um, some communities in, in general just have to have it part of their overall. Uh, social interactions, uh, understanding right. this type of thing, and there's some really good examples of that in southwestern Wisconsin of organizations that have gone down that road and, and making it less stigmatized and 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 less uh, less of an issue of uh, individual failing and more of an issue of just what's going on in, in, yeah. in your life.
1: Yeah, Lafayette County, I think, was. Um, yeah. We're really successful think, about trying to break down the stigma of mental yeah, illness. Yeah, I mean, we work with
0: oh. five counties. Lafayette County, in particular, I think has had some real success and has yeah. had a very active group. Yeah. Uh, uh, in 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 countywide yeah. understanding of these issues, and I, I think it's having it's having some some effect on so on too. those folks, which is, which is a good thing. And it's not something that'll happen overnight. It's
1: no. Uh, it, these it's are a long issues time.
0: that are been around for i don't know maybe 100 or 200 years and so, <laughs> or
1: just so human just, kind yeah, right yeah, and that's
0: just how it is and yeah. so but uh, you know i again i don't want to use the term normalizing because that's not good but i, I just want to use you say that yeah, um when you're up against all these challenges uh, especially in farm communities right mm-hmm. now um i mean it almost gets to the point of throwing up your hands and saying now what are we going to do uh, and you know, we want folks to know that uh, as difficult as it is, and it is difficult, there's yeah. no way to get around it, that there is help out there. There are other people who want to help you and support mm-hmm. you, and you know, reaching out is, is, is very important, yeah. uh, and it can be just as simple as you know, talking to a, a pastor or somebody within your church or, somebody or your physician or whoever it happens to be, but uh, uh, keeping it to yourself is not helping anybody. Yeah. um sharing it where you feel comfortable sharing it is is, is what'll kind of trigger uh, an improvement in the situation, not necessarily economically but in terms of not feeling alone or isolated right. that type of thing
1: exactly. So if the communities, um you know anyone in the community is willing to or would like to volunteer with Southwest Cap for any of the initiatives? Sure that you guys are involved in, how can they go about, Um, volunteering contacting someone
0: yeah yeah well you know we we have programs that are available in in all of our counties Uh, we have a web page so i think just simply uh, a a contact Uh, they can call our main office Uh, they can get on our web page if they have access to the internet and and see our various programs and services if there's something they would like to be involved in uh, and certainly at a minimum, they can just email me or call okay. me and I'll All put right. them in touch with whichever program would be the most appropriate where, where they'd be interested in. So, yeah, we have a lot of volunteers in, 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 in several of our programs. Right. Uh, and I think they, they enjoy the fact that they are making a difference in yeah. people's lives. Uh, but also it's an opportunity to interact with, with others who have a, a similar view of things. And I think they like that, too.
1: Yeah, And some of them work so.
0: really, really hard. <laughs> but, yeah,
1: I mean, volunteering's not always easy, <laughs> they get, but
0: they get satisfaction out of it, too. That's yeah, why they keep doing it. Yeah,
1: definitely. So um, after your community assessment, there'll probably be some more um, different programs available um, within the next few years. Yeah, possibly. Yeah.
0: I mean, gonna, uh, you know, we, we have to meet. Uh, I mean, our board certainly has to take a, a hard look at that and, and think through along with our staff. Right. where we want to go as an organization in yeah. terms of, again, you know, our core services will stay, right. uh, but uh, you know, where are we going to go in the next three years in terms of new programs and services and yeah. initiatives, that type of thing.
1: So people should kind of stay tuned to see what else yeah. is new. Yeah, because yeah, we're
0: always doing something yeah. <laughs> something new that never <laughs> changes. Yeah. If as soon as we accomplish something, we, we look at other issues that we yeah. can focus our time and efforts on.
1: Well, thank you all. I really You're appreciate welcome. it. It was okay. a
0: good conversation. Good. Thanks. Thank you for listening to another episode of Clear Thinking brought to you by Better Broadhead. For information of upcoming events and meetings, please visit our website at betterbroadhead.org and be sure to subscribe to our email list.